right, yo, welcome to the Shot by Dame podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in again for our fourth episode of this podcast. Um, today we have a local pastry chef that um, we brought in for the interview. You guys will meet her right now. So before we start off, I want to give quick, quick shout outs, of course, to my cameraman at Mike's Perspective. Um, again, he's always here to, to get the right angles um, and to give us this, this visual of what we're doing here. Also, big shout out to Powerhouse Podcasting um, for allowing us to be here and giving us this dope setup. Um, another quick shout out I want to give is to our sponsors of this episode. One is Oil E Blends and EM Car Wash. I will link all the information on their social media and websites at the bottom of this video so you guys can so you guys can go there and check them out. Um, so thank you guys again for sponsoring this episode. Um, I really appreciate it. So to go into this interview, welcome. Good Thanks. morning. Good morning. Thank, thank you, you for, for being me. here. Thank you for having me. Um, I hope you're as nervous as I am. <laughs> um, so... For those who don't know you, for the for the new viewers, for the old viewers, um, for those who don't know you, um, everybody, this is Franco Baked. Um, so if you can, give them a, just a quick introduction to yourself of who you are. Yeah. Um, hi, I'm Shanette Franco. I am the owner and creator of Franco Baked. I'm a mother of two little boys, five and three, and a wife of six years. Six years already? Six years. <laughs> And two boys. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Busy. Crazy, crazy <laughs> boys. Um, yeah, my son's crazy. Just turned, or he's two and a half, and he's your nephew. Yeah. Um, and he's freaking psycho. Yeah. He's psycho. Fair. And terrible twos, I used to believe were not real. <laughs> and yeah, they're I, I definitely think everyone, real. I feel people who don't have children always think that, like, yeah. oh, it can't be that bad. And then when they have their kid at yeah. that age you're like whoa yeah <laughs> it's an eye-opener it's, for it's sure. like um because i was the same way i was like they can't be that bad they're your kid <laughs> like they're your kid you gotta love them through everything mm -hmm. and now i'm just like get in the closet not just like no um they're just yeah they just they just want to be with you 24 hours a day and it's like when you're an adult like it's hard and then you got other stuff to do and they're yeah. just like ah and it's crazy but <laughs> yeah you gotta love them um so to jump in to your business yeah um so what is Franco Baked exactly? Um, Franco Baked is, I wouldn't say a bakery per se, just because, you know, I do take custom orders and um, currently, you know, due to COVID, I provide weekly um, pastry menu. Like I'll offer a menu on Monday and then provide pastries on Friday for pickups. What um, kind of, what's on your menus? Usually um, every week I usually offer cinnamon rolls. That's like my top seller. Every weekend I sell them. Uh, macarons for sure. One of my other top sellers. I usually macarons do those. or macarons. Macarons. Um, a lot of people get that mixed up. I get for that sure. mixed up. Mm -hmm. Why? What is the difference? Uh, macarons are made with coconut. They're like these little mounds, coconut, um, like cookies. Mm -hmm. uh, macarons are made with almond flour, um, egg whites, and they are a lot prettier for sure and tastier. And so I think just because the writing is the same, so it sounds people just always mix those up, you know? Yeah. Um, why are macarons so popular? I honestly don't even know. There's, they're cute. Um, they are tasty. So I think that's for sure taste. And I think, you know, being able to make them different colors and to match with, uh, people's themes for their events. I think that makes it fun for them. At one point, did you feel like, um, like macarons were like, nobody knew about them. I feel like I didn't know about them until you told me about them. It's crazy. I've been making macarons since, I don't know, 2010, 2009. 
um, like straight out of culinary school. I've been making them and I was working in LA and I was making them then and they were popular then. And I moved to Bakersfield. I didn't know a lot of people who could make them. Yeah. So um, making this is I think last year I made over 2000 macarons. 2000? 2000. Like, like a I, house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 2019 I made over 2000 macarons. Matt, do you know what a macaron is? <laughs> you know what a macaron is? Did you know? Did you know about it before her? Because that's it. That's the same way I was. I didn't know what that was. It's a cookie. Very no. popular. I'm like, how are they still popular? Yeah. Um. So about Franco baked. Um. Mm -hmm. So you are pretty much, you would say, a pastry chef. Uh, for sure. I went to culinary school. Um, I actually worked in restaurants at the beginning of my, you know, my journey <laughs> in pastry. Uh, I started off in fine dining. So I was a pastry chef um, in West Hollywood at the London West Hollywood, um, several um, restaurants in Venice Beach, Santa Monica Beach. Um, so since you're on that topic, what yeah. is your baking background? Like, what, like, where did it start? I started in kitchen for sure. I was um, a pastry cook when mm -hmm. I first came out of culinary school. Uh, technically, my first job was at Disneyland. So I made uh, bread. Oh, and you didn't make like Mickey Mouse's and stuff? <laughs> no, I didn't do the sweets <laughs> there. I did bread. So um, I wasn't a fan. And so I ended up getting a job. In, uh, it was called Fresh in Culver City. And that's when I started learning, well, growing more in pastry. And I did um, plated desserts. Mm -hmm. So it was more of baking and not really decorating. Of course, our plates were decorated, but it wasn't to the extent of like cakes. You know, um, everything was fresh ingredients um, being plated to like to order. Yeah. So that's where my background was in kitchens mostly and coming to Bakersfield, it was just, I had to kind of switch my mindset cause I didn't have that when I moved out here in 2012. And your schooling? Uh, I went to the California school of culinary arts in Pasadena. Okay. Um, so how was that? Um, it was fun. Uh, I made a lot of friends. It was, I, sometimes I wish I didn't go to culinary arts school mm -hmm. because they literally teach you the basics and I guess I'm glad because when I went, we didn't have YouTube YouTubers yeah, yeah. showing us everything. Now, mm -hmm. like you anyone can learn, yeah. can learn anything on YouTube for free. Yeah. Like I had to pay to get to school and mm -hmm. learn. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's way different when I started in 2000, um, 2009 yeah. to compare to now 2020. It's way different. Um, do you feel like it's still something that you uh, at least benefited you in some way? That um, I think in some way, um, actually, if you lived in LA at the time and you went to culinary school, a lot of restaurants wouldn't take you. Like um, they try to push, they try to steer away from students from culinary school. For what reason? Um, a lot of the students leaving culinary school thought because they went to culinary school that they were already chefs. Okay. They went yeah. in with that mindset thinking, yeah. well, I took school, so I'm already at the top. Yeah. And that's not how it is in the kitchen. You pretty much learn 80% of your knowledge from the working. Kitchen. Okay. Yeah. So that's crazy. So like you feel like you learn more bouncing around at different jobs than you do? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, the chefs already had years of knowledge and yeah. working with each and every, I think I have taken away something uh, special from each and every pastry chef that I have worked under. Yeah. And you feel like that's like that was more knowledge that came to you than definitely than culinary school. That's crazy. <laughs> okay. Um, so since that was a little bit of your baking background, what's um what's one of the things about your business that frustrates you the most? Um, I want to You don't say, have to get crazy into no, detail. Yeah. Like I don't <laughs> want you like, but I think it's just customer service. Yeah. Um, people don't know how to connect with you correctly when they want to order. 
I've had people literally just send me a message of cakes, like a picture of a cake, <laughs> like zero information and yeah. just like email me a picture of a cake. And I'm yeah. just like, I don't know what to do with that. You know, yeah. um, from the beginning, I would always jump on people like, oh, hi, you know, start the conversation. But it's like we're all adults. There has to be like a respect for someone who's offering you the item that you want, you know, like just shoot me a hey, how's it going? My name yeah. is such and such. So I think that's what it is. Like do customer you, service. Do you feel that um, because that comes, I think customer service comes with every business mm -hmm. um, at some point. Like you have to like if you're somebody's buying from you or anything like you're interacting with a customer mm -hmm. somehow. Um, do you feel that you feel that way about it because it happens so much? Yeah. Or just because like you don't think it's it should be that way? I don't think it should be that way. Like yeah. I have never reached out to anyone that mm -hmm. I've wanted. I've needed a, a service for it and be like, hey. Or not even, hey, just be like, shoot them a picture of something. Yeah. How much is that? Yeah. You know, like, no, I always come at someone with that same respect that I wish people would with anybody. Yeah. Anywhere, any type yeah. of job. Just, hey, introduce yourself. Say, hi, I'm reaching out because of such and such. Yeah. I've seen um, I've seen people post that, too. Like, hey, like when you when you reach out for like a service, like at least say hi. Yeah. You know, sure. at least like, hey, how's it going? Um, Love your work or whatever. Whatever mm -hmm. it is. You don't have to. You don't, you don't have, have to, to compliment. Work, but just, yeah, yeah exactly. you don't have to compliment <laughs> anything, but just like a like you know, it's like walking up to somebody um, at a different business and just being like, "Give me a burger," mm -hmm. you know, instead of saying like, "Hey, how's it going? I would like to order something." You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like kindness goes um, a long way. It sucks that I just brought up a burger. Like, why is that the first thing in my head? <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, how much for this burger? Yeah, yeah, you get what I'm saying. So it's like, um, I think kindness goes a long way, though. Sure. Like, you know, mm -hmm. I want to be kind to everyone, especially when I'm asking for a service, you know? Yeah. So I think that's just something that people need to understand, like reach out to people with kindness, you yeah. know? Yeah. And then, um, that's, that's the way, that's the best way mm -hmm. is for anybody, anybody who's looking to get something from a different service or a product, like you should always go with good intentions and try yes. to be, you know, try to be nice. Cause I mean, you, I don't think anybody would want to be rude, Absolutely, um, yeah. just in general. Um, so since that frustrates you the most, what is, what do you love the most about your business? Like what, what is one thing that you take from it that I know I like, this is what I do love the most about it. I think it took a long time for me to get to that point mm -hmm. of like how I love my business right now. I am at a great point. Um, I used to be the yes, you know, I think we like, all were. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take mm -hmm. everything and everything and um, anything, but I'm at the point where I think two years ago when I turned 30, I just like realized, okay, I need to put out, what makes what makes me happy. Yeah. You know, I cut out a lot of stuff from my business that I don't want to offer just because I realized I was doing it out of, you know, and it's not supposed to be just for money. Like I didn't get into baking yeah. for money. Um, I did it because it's a passion. It's something yeah. that I love doing and I'm not going to do something that I don't enjoy. Mm -hmm. So I think everything that I do now that I offer now brings me joy. Like I love doing everything that I offer. What were the, some of the things you had to cut out? Not that um, you had to cut out, but well, you just I felt chose like to, mm -hmm. um, character cakes for sure. Character cakes. Almo. Oh, PJ okay. Matt's like, you know, mm -hmm. I don't offer, I, I think with Franco baked, what I want is I don't want to look like a typical bakery. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to give a different vision. Definitely for sure. Yeah. Um, I want elegance and Franco baked. I want simplicity. Just, I want to offer things that are beautiful, simple, but tasty. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why like um, offering those items that I offer now, just I don't offer character cake pops, uh, dip chocolate, like rice, rice crispy treats. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, sweet stuff like that. I don't offer those kinds of sweets because it's not what I want Franco Bay to be known for. Yeah. You know, I want to offer scones, muffins, croissants. It's, and it's hard are. to do that. Like to think about a business and say like, 
knowing that that can bring more business. Yes. It's hard to just be like, I'm not going to offer this knowing that there's customers out there that want it. Cause Mm -hmm. I've seen, a lot, tons of people that brings Even, in a lot of money yeah and until this days people are still asking me like remember i think i've hit i've messaged you a few times and been like do you still do this mm-hmm. you know and it's like because people know that hey like can you ask your sister if you know yeah <laughs> can she do this cake and i'm just like she can yeah but, do but i don't I think she's doing it <laughs> you I just know want, and it's like uh, i think it's also branding like i don't yeah. want people to mm-hmm. identify franco bait with a character cake yeah you know i want to be identified with wedding cakes mm-hmm. with engagement cakes you know that's what i want to be identified with yeah and so yeah and definitely if if you're if you're doing it because and if you got to this point where you're like i'm able to just say no to that Mm -hmm. that that's that's great that's that's perfect because you don't have to really worry about you know i have to take this cake because i need it i need it every dollar or whatever it is Mm -hmm. um and you could stick to what you want to brand yep because like you said if you just continue doing that then it will kind of take from your brand exactly um okay so let me do that little voice again. <laughs> um, if you were, okay, I think you kind of answered this, but I'm not <laughs> sure. If you were starting from scratch, would you do anything differently? I would have definitely started um, how I am now, like taking what brings me passion, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I spent a lot of years wasting a lot of my time, I feel, trying to, uh, I mean, of course I want to make the customer happy. Yeah. But I think I've, let them walk all over me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think now just having more respect for my business. Yeah. I wish I would have done. I think, I think we all struggle with that in the beginning because mm-hmm. we want to grow. Yeah. But I wish, I do wish I would have had that mindset <clears throat> starting. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think, I think everybody has to go through that to develop a mindset yeah, like that. That is true. That's um, true. Yeah. So like, like I wouldn't be here yeah. if I didn't go through that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard. True. And I think it's hard for anybody who just starts off a business to be like, to be at a level of like a 10 year, standpoint and be like oh when i started it was already like it's exactly like this bakery or exactly Mm -hmm. like you know it's it's just it's just like you know stepping stones yeah everybody starts from the very bottom and you just work your way up and you do a lot of mistakes that help (laughs) you in the future you know because if you don't make those mistakes you don't learn Mm -hmm. and if you're not learning then it's not going to help you progress so i think it's with everybody so if you're saying like oh i would just skip the front whole front process i think everybody has to go through that yeah um i think with every business every business you have to go through (laughs) that um would you uh would you skip school? I want to say yes, yeah. but I feel like I didn't get to I wouldn't have done um a lot of the things that I did without school. Yeah. Like, you know, I worked at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. It was an experience, not a great one, but I wouldn't have got I mean, I got that was like my internship. Did you that, know? Did that schooling ever make you overqualified for anything? Definitely. I think coming to um when I moved to Bakersfield, having that on my resume was like, oh, cool. We want to hire you because you have a background. Mm-hmm. But then it was like, I don't want to pay you. Yeah. So I definitely took a huge pay cut coming to Bakersfield. I was making way That's more. That's frustrating care. as well, right? Oh, definitely. Like going but to I, a- I, I get it. Bakersfield's not the same. It's not as, it wasn't at the time, 2012, it wasn't as thriving as LA. You know, yeah. they could afford to pay me that in LA. Uh-huh. They can't, they couldn't hear. Yeah. As certain bakeries or certain yeah, stores. Certain lo- yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got to be frustrating because like you spent so much money to invest in like knowledge and your education yeah. as far as baking. And then when you go to somebody and they're just like, well, you're overqualified. Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> like, why do I do all this if nobody wants to hire me? Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. Um, and I think a lot of people, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think a lot of people go through that as far as, um, you know, just getting the education and doing what you want and hard, having a hard time finding the job that you want after going through school for it. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's crazy that, that people go through that. Um, so we're going to go on a quick break um, and we'll get back to it right now.
I'll give a big shout out to our sponsors for this episode. Um, our first sponsor is Oil E Blends. She's a local entrepreneur who creates oils that are 100% pure. These oils are plant-based and therapeutic and guaranteed top quality oil. She creates bracelets for guys and girls that you guys can get customized to your liking. One thing that makes these oils unique is that they are actually 100% pure. There's oils that say they're 100%, but it's not completely accurate. Some actually tell you not to put these oils on your skin. So Oil E Blends, you can actually put these on your skin or bracelets, and she has a variety of oils for different things. Some for like head tension, some for energy, anti-anxiety, and, and more. At Oil E Blends, she prides herself in creating quality and real 100% pure oils. Find all the information at the bottom of this video, and thank you again for sponsoring this episode. Also, our next sponsor is EM Power Car Wash. He's a local car detailing business that's located in Southwest Bakersfield. They are open Monday through Friday after 3 p.m., but on Saturday and Sunday, they're open all day. He does 100% hand car wash, interior and exterior, waxing wheels and tires, trims, bug removal, interior polish, engine bay detail, coating and dust repellent, paint protection, and shine headlight restoration. Interior, he does carpet and seat cleaning, trims, dashboard, weather tech, matte power wash, complete interior polish. You can find all the prices on his Instagram. I will put all the info on the bottom of the video. So make sure you give him a follow. I've actually hired him myself and he's done an excellent job. He completely turned my car from when it was in quarantine where we didn't wash it for almost two, three months and made it look completely brand new. So make sure you guys go follow him, check out his work. And if you hire him, make sure you guys know that Shot by Dame sent you. So I wanna make sure that I give a big shout out to those two sponsors for this episode. I appreciate you guys, thank you. All right, so welcome back. Thank you guys for staying tuned in. And um, we still have Franco Baked here, Shanette from Franco, from Franco Baked. Um, so to continue with the interview, this isn't even part of the question. So I'm actually reading a fake question. It's not even on there. So you did an interview recently uh, with which remind me was 17 news. Yes. Yeah. So you did an interview with them. Um, how was that? How was the experience? How was um, you going into there? Like, how did you feel? Were you nervous? <laughs> I was super nervous. I actually you uh, passed out, right? <laughs> no. Pretty much almost like vomited <laughs> on the table in front of me. <laughs> um, no, I walked in there and it was crazy because it was literally like, okay, set up. They were going to answer the questions. And was right it really fast paced? Oh, it was so fast. Yeah. I had to just jump in there. It was about, about my her business. business. Yeah, about yeah. Franco Baked. Yeah. Um, they were actually um, showcasing this, the do-it-yourself cinnamon roll kits that I offer. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, they, no one does that here in Bakersfield, and so they wanted to showcase something that was new and different. Mm -hmm. um, but it was intense. Like, yeah. we just jumped on. There was cameras everywhere. Was that the, why it was intense? Because it just so. felt like so just like... Well, I actually didn't even know it was live. Oh, I thought it was like, like a recording. recording. Yeah. So okay. no, it was literally live at that time. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so it was super fast. I barely had a chance to breathe. Like, and then right after you were done, it was like, okay, get out. <laughs> nah. Pretty much. It uh, was like, cause they had someone coming on. Like, okay. I think they have okay. time slots. Yeah. So I think it wasn't like in a negative tense, but yeah, you know, but um, that's, it was so fast. Does an interviewer have like people in between, like come in, touch up her makeup and nah. 
No, I mean, she just did it straight up. Like, Matt, I need to get somebody in here, bro. <laughs> I need somebody. Like, no, during my one minute and a half break, I need the <laughs> touch-ups. Touch uh, um, yeah, I kind of, I don't know, for some reason when, when you explained it and um, I watched it and like I, I seen it, I was just like, I wonder how that works. Mm-hmm. I wonder, now that you said, like it was pretty much like, hey, it's yeah. over, get out. Um, I always feel like when I see stuff like that, I feel like they always have somebody like completely catering. Oh, yeah fanning them down you know what i'm saying which i'm pretty sure it's not which they probably need it's hot in there is it hot? all those lights yeah. on you i was like starting to sweat i think because i was nervous too but i was like oh my god like it's yeah. too hot in here i think yeah i think that's the nerves too because mm-hmm. um i know when i first my first episode i was i was nervous. hot yeah. i don't think it was hot in, i don't think it was hot in here um um that's how was the experience for you you felt like it was i feel like man like it felt so good yeah knowing that my business has come to the point where i i was um featured like that yeah being know? able to showcase it and all my hard work on something like that <laughs> you know something of a big platform yeah. like that um okay so do you have any embarrassing moments have you dropped cakes have you um slipped on something and like threw up a bunch of cup- oh cupcakes goodness. and like a bride came up to me when i was walking into her wedding and she knocked the cake out of my hands no no i'm just kidding oh i was like what the- <laughs> imagine (laughs) no uh nothing that high that intensity but um i think one of my most embarrassing moments was i delivered a cake it was when i left the cake looked great of course and Mm -hmm. um it was a hot day set out all day so i didn't even know this happened until about maybe a week later um the person who was catering it which never got fixed well I mean, the day happened. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I got a phone call from the caterer who I work with Mm -hmm. a lot, um, called me and was like, I didn't know how to tell you this, but at the end of the night, your cake was leaning so far (laughs) that the DJ even like made a shot like at it. I was like, oh my God. So embarrassing. Lean with it, rock with it (laughs) to the cake. Shout out to the cake. He's like, this cake has no chance. You guys need to cut it. (laughs) That was probably my most embarrassing moment. Like I felt so embarrassed her caling me and having to tell me that. And nobody's nobody said anything about it. The bride actually reached out and was like the everything was delicious and perfect. Yeah. So I think at that point they didn't even care anymore about the cake at the end of the day. But um that was definitely a takeaway for me. I was like, okay, this can never happen again. Yeah. Has it ever happened again? I hope not. No one's ever said anything. <laughs> I drop it off. I leave and yeah. I, you know, I always get um, reviews, but not always, you know, but. Um, How long ago was this? That was about maybe five years ago. Okay. You're lucky Four, TikTok wasn't on because. Oh, I know. Right. There would have there been kids over there leaning on it and stuff. The, the cake would have been <laughs> leaped been over. Like, <laughs> um, you would have been viral. You know? I know. <laughs> so um, how does your business, like running your business, how does it affect your your life at home um oh. and like give like a good breakdown of how like how we could because i don't think people really understand like i think most people us as like small business like i have a full-time job so it, it doesn't really kind of go for me but you being a mother of two mm-hmm. running the business and still having to have a life at home how is that for other mothers that are doing the same thing how is that taken away kind of from what you have at home and still trying to run a full business. Cause it's not just people probably think it's just like oh, a couple hours a day. Like yeah, no, baking it's, is it's a lot. all hours yeah. of, the, of the day. Um, you know, it's a little different now. Um, but it's, it's been, a, it's been hard. Yeah. Um, there, I used to be a home baker. I'm not a home baker anymore, but I used to be a home baker. So, you know, I have two kids watching my kids. My husband worked, so mm-hmm. he would leave at four in the morning. I would get up with the kids, do the whole school, be with them all day, feed them all day. He would get home not until 6 p.m. Then my baking day started. Yeah. So then I would be up till maybe 1, 2 in the morning and then do it all over again. And you can't day. bake with kids there. No, definitely yeah. not. Like, See, and I, and I have like 
I remember because I talked with my wife about it, but like, it's like, I was like, oh, you know, I can stay home you know, with my son and I'll edit. And it's like, Mm-mm. bruh, they need your attention. I'll be like trying to edit. And he's over here just changing my edits. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yep. there's no, there's no doing it. I mean, I guess you can, if you, the kid's a little bit older, mm-hmm. but at that, at your point, I'm sure they were pretty young. It's hard to just have it's them, you know, hard. wanting your attention at full time. You yeah. know, I um, think, uh, when I first, after I had my last child, um, I, I had a C-section with him and this great opportunity came up. And I couldn't say no because I felt like this was a huge stepping stone for Franco Baked. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was three weeks postpartum C-section and this ba- uh, this coffee shop opened. It was fairly new um, and asked me to deliver pastries. Yeah. I was delivering pastries four days a week Damn. with three weeks postpartum, newborn baby, a three-year-old toddler. Um, I was not sleeping. I would think of maybe two to three hours sleep a day. Yeah. Um, I was like making croissants like yeah. all day, you know, trying to get stuff done with a newborn and mm-hmm. exclusively breastfeeding. And, and just cause you felt like that was like, like one of the stepping stones that might help you. Right. And it's I like, felt like, you felt was, like you can't turn it down. Yes, like, yeah. absolutely. I was like, there's no way I can mm-hmm. lose this opportunity to someone yeah. else. Like not in a bad way, but this was my opportunity, yeah. you know? And I felt like this was going to open up many doors. If I did And to this. you, you felt like there was nothing that could stop that. Like, yeah. even if you had, nope, a, I had to do yeah, it. Even if, you had <laughs> even if take, I was struggling, yeah. exhausted, tired, but I got it done. Yeah. And it's like, it opened my eyes to like, if I could do that mm-hmm. as with the newborn and a three-year-old, I can do so much more, yeah. you know, once they get older. So I think that's how I think about it too. Like yeah. it's just a season that I yeah. went through. For sure. Um, so as far as Franco baked, what are your long-term goals? And what I mean by long, cause it's, it's this is a hard question. I, I wouldn't want to be asking me, I'll fight them. Um, <laughs> what are your long-term goals as far as like five to 10 years from now? Oof. um for franco baked like how would you feel like if like you could in any way just put it in your head like this is what i want what would it be well i've wanted a mobile bakery for a long time yeah um and then mobile bakery mobile bakery yeah. so i have this really cute trailer that i purchased it's a vintage mm-hmm. 64 aristocrat trailer um that i want to transform into a bakery that i can you know, drive and sit somewhere. Yeah. Like set up shop somewhere. Set up shop yeah. somewhere. Um, nothing too huge. I've never wanted to order. I've never wanted to own a storefront. Yeah. Uh, just working in restaurants. I've helped open so many restaurants and see the whole process and how much loss they take Yeah. at the beginning that I'm just like, I don't know if I want Scary. to go through. Oh, definitely. Especially yeah. with the family. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I want to go through that. And so for a long time, I didn't want a storefront, Yeah. but then now I'm at that point where I'm like, this is going to be mine, you know? Yeah. Like I won't have to work around anyone else. Like this is going to be all me. So I think now it's like, okay, I want that. Now yeah. I'm ready to have that um, place. That's just Franco baked. That's just mine. Nobody yeah. else's that I've worked for for so long. Mm-hmm. So I th- I'm really hoping in the future to maybe have that set up. Yeah. Nothing bigger. I don't yeah. think I want to go bigger. Um, it's just not something that I feel like I've ever been passionate about having a huge place for myself. Yeah. Something very small. Something you know. that just shows you, represents you as a yes. small local bakery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's super dope. Um, as far as like getting that started, cause I know I've talked to you about it before, like getting that thing going is like mm. a crazy hassle Yeah, as far as permits. There's so many permits. There's so much crazy that goes into it. Like mm-hmm. I've looked into like a lot of the stuff that you had to get done and it was like, I feel like you're on your own. Yeah. (laughs) But it seems like so much you have to do just to open that. And it seems like how does like, and then just all the cost of everything. Like, how do you do it? I think it's so hard about owning a small business. Um, It feels like they try to make you go jump through so many hoops to mm -hmm. even open. So then I think 
a lot of people end up quitting yeah, before they can even, it. yeah, or not mm-hmm. doing it because of how hard it is. Um, yeah. I think that's what's taking me so long. Yeah. Um, 2019 coming into 2020, I was like, it's my year. Like I'm going to have this running and then COVID hit and I'm yeah. like, okay, psych. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So now uh, it's like, okay, well how many more years now? Yeah. Like, is my business ever going to get back to where it was? Like mm-hmm. what's going to happen? So I'm hoping by five, 10 years that everything's back to some sort of normalcy Yeah. to get there. Yeah. Um, I think, I think we're all praying for that. Yeah, you know? <laughs> for sure. Um, so how do you stay creative? I know we just talked about how you kind of took some stuff out of your, mm-hmm. um, of what you give options to, and you took some of those options out. How do you stay creative as far as, I know when I order cake from you, I always like, Hey, I want this cake. Mm-hmm. Does that frustrate you? Definitely. You um, fight? <laughs> nah, uh. I think after doing it for so long, it's like, um, you get bored. Yeah. You get mm-hmm. so bored. Like I am so over semi-naked drip cakes. Like I just ordered that. I've done this for so <laughs> like, many, they're, you don't get me wrong. They're nah, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, um, I am actually, I research a lot. Yeah. I am constantly when I'm not baking, when I'm not with my kids and I have some downtime, you'll catch me researching. Mm-hmm. I stay, I try my best to stay up to date on, um, like flavor palettes for sure. And seasonal, I'm very seasonal. So like, I love to use products that's in season at the time. Mm -hmm. So that's, I think that really helps with me, um, trying to be creative. And then I also research a lot and I do follow a lot of Australian bakers and they're like way ahead than we are over here. Like their technique, this, their image of, you know, cakes and weddings is gorgeous. So I'm really, you know, that's something that I always like watch them and I'm like, okay, no one's doing that here. Yeah. Let me try this out. So there's a lot of things that I do here that you didn't see um, until recently, but I've been doing it for like the last two years. Yeah. Um, Just because of that research. Does it make you, does it make you happier when people give you that, that freedom? I know I just talked on my last podcast, like, like that freedom to just them trust you and do what you do. Just give you an idea. Like, Hey, this is something I want. Can you create something? Like, that's what really, like touches your creative side right definitely to allow you just to do what you want i love that um it took a long time until recently like i think the last two years mm-hmm. i finally have um customers reaching out and be like i love your work i trust your process just i That's want this, you know here's an inspiration yeah yeah i don't want it exactly here's an inspiration mm-hmm. i know you won't do it the same but can we you know keep it based yeah. on colors and stuff like that but i love those kind of clients when yeah. they do reach out to me because i mean you're also respecting that person's craft mm-hmm. you know so i yeah. like that um, so what do you prefer to do? Smaller pastries or cakes? Definitely smaller pastries. I'm like, I mean, I went to culinary school. I did pastries and kitchens. So I think I, that just, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, t- I've never been a cake person. No, I will never you order make cake. so many cakes. I know. I will never order cakes. I won't ever order cupcakes. Um, it's just not my sweets. So like, you just have something against cakes. <laughs> <laughs> and cupcakes. I for sure don't like cupcakes. Um, Mikey, during this part, can you play Rihanna cake? <laughs> yeah, I don't care for cakes. Um, pastries, I love um, something that I think with pastries, it's just kind of brings me back to like, let's go to a restaurant, a breakfast restaurant or mm-hmm. something, you know, and getting a scone, getting a muffin. Um, that brings, I just feel like that's more natural feeling than eating cake you know i don't know i'd rather have that than a big old cake slice in front of me <laughs> yeah yeah you don't like cakes all right matt you like cakes yep. let's go <laughs> <laughs> i don't think he said he hasn't liked anything right. yet <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he likes it all <laughs> um what is what do you feel the hardest thing you've ever made 
the hardest thing I've ever made. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be just far as like structure, like, oh my God, I made this. But just like in general where you're just like, how do I make this? Or like. Um, I think when it comes down to that. Cake. No, like, I don't know. Like I'm very, uh, I don't ever take classes, which is kind of, well, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't ever look on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I can see it and then figure it out. I think okay. I learned that working in kitchens because, mm-hmm. um, I think at one point when I was working in a kitchen in LA, the chef was like, okay, we need a cake by tomorrow. Yeah. We don't have cake boards in the kitchen. We're not a bakery. You know, yeah. I had to make a cake out of whatever we had in the, in the refrigerator, you know, and structure it somehow with whatever we had in our kitchen area. Mm-hmm. And I made a two tier cake, like, and I just use what we had. So I think, um, I'm sorry. What was the question again? <laughs> oh, <what>? <laughs> I <laughs> completely good. lost my train no, of thought yeah. on that one. What was the hardest thing you've ever made? Oh, uh, dang. Can I just switch my question or my answer? <laughs> um, you well, can. definitely, you know, um, I don't know. I, I feel like I don't really struggle you've too never much. Had, you've never had something that where you just like, like this was tough. Like this was. I think macarons for sure were my what? toughest. They're very finicky. If you ever, well, you've never made one, but. I, maybe we should do that before you make <laughs> just to show how hard it yeah, is. Yeah. Um, it took me a lot of years to get those down to where I have them now. Those are um, easy to make. No, it looks simple. And I, I guess you make it look simple because I've done it for so mm-hmm. long and I don't have recipes that people have made recently. Like my recipes stems back from 2009 when I was working in a kitchen in, in West Hollywood. Yeah. My pastry chef was their recipe actually. And I've, kept, you know, pastry chefs are happy to share the recipes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the same now. Like no one wants to share their recipes, which is fine, you know, yeah. but pastry chefs, every pastry chef that I've ever worked with has shared me the recipe, taught me the technique and was like, I want you to grow with this. That's dope. You know, and that's why mm-hmm. I loved about working in kitchens that they want you to grow. Yeah. You know, and um, I actually have a chef here that I really look up to. His name is Richard. Um, he's a co-owner of Moo Creamery. Mm-hmm. Walking in with him, like he is a huge, like Did he you work wants- there? Yeah, I worked on my okay, for I was a bit. Okay, I remember if you were okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, he has been a huge inspiration for me. He's so kind and generous, and he just wants to see you succeed. And he's a pastry chef. He's an amazing pastry chef, and he used to work in LA as well before he um moved here to own uh open up McCreamery. Um, you know, and so I think that's what I learned from them. Like, I wish everyone could see how that's how pastry chefs are. You know, yeah. we're happy to see someone who learns from us take mm-hmm. what we have and then learn take you know take it as their own. Don't replicate, but, yeah. you know, continue to grow from that. That's dope. Um, okay, so have you ever made anything that, like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain the question, but, <laughs> like, have you had someone or something that was just, like, you have to make something for a certain person or for a certain um, event that you were just, like, oh, my God, like, kind of wowed you, like, I can't believe I'm doing this for this person or I can't believe I'm doing it for this event or yeah. you've had it, you've had. Yes. Um. Several years ago, I want to say maybe 2014, mm-hmm. um, I got asked to make a, it was a fake cake, mm-hmm. um, made of styrofoam, but I don't know if I can name drop uh, businesses. It's up to you. <laughs> um, she's the owner of the Bell Ray, okay. um, Shannon Huff. She, I was asked to make a three-tier cake for a, a styled shoot. Um, styled shoots go way beyond, like it's intense how much they put detail into these shoots. Yeah. And so of course it was free work. I spent seven hours on the cake Damn, because I hand painted it and everything. Um, I bought all the product myself. You know, it was pretty much me just giving my time and my money 
to seeing like what's gonna come out of this mm-hmm. um so yes yeah, so i think it was kind of like i felt so humbled like being asked to do this for the first time yeah and then at the end it was great because i ended up coming out on the trendy bride magazine with that cake oh okay. i think i remember yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah that was pretty pretty amazing that was so cool yeah, <gasps> yeah. um cool so those are like the main questions okay are you to do is that like are you like done like like Ooh, i feel a little kinda, yeah so, <laughs> um so we have i do this at every episode i give 10 questions that nobody knows about oh, okay. i don't even know what they are yet not just playing no. um but so they're 10 questions they're just really fun um they might not be super fun you guys might be like oh my god it's so fun <laughs> uh, but they're just something that's just different from going from your business it's not okay. all about your business right now it's going to be like it could be just random, random questions. Okay. okay. Um, I want you to answer them quickly. Oh. Um, honestly, <clears throat> don't lie. The camera's gonna tell. Like we're gonna see you just struggle and be I like, I hate quick questions. Like, I'm like, I'm never quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, so first one, this is actually I think is now that we've heard what you've said about these two things. Um, I think it's a pretty good question. Um, what do you prefer, cinnamon rolls or macarons? Cinnamon rolls. You're a hater. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why cinnamon rolls? I don't know. I just, because it's bread, you know, I put more, I mean, the technique for sure, macarons, it's a lot of technique, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, th- I think I like having fun with the cinnamon rolls. Okay. Just more hand. I actually get to touch the dough and work with it. So if you had a uh, option of making these, which would you prefer? A hundred plain cookies or a hundred plain cupcakes? Oh, a hundred plain cookies. Why? Oh, um, you hate cakes. I hate cupcakes. <laughs> you just I hate, hate cake. <laughs> you just hate cake. <laughs> um, do you ever make extra for yourself? Never. Anything? Never have extra. Never. Never. I mean, I think I make one or two just in case I mess one up, but that's about it. And if you don't mess it up, what do you do with it? I don't lie. No, I either toss it or I give it to my my kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> I couldn't be a baker. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> always says that after years of being around sweets, you get tired yeah. of it. Okay, I can see that. I don't know. I worked at pizza for a while and I never got tired of pizza. <laughs> um, fondant or cream? Like buttercream. Yeah, uh, they're two different things, right? Yes, buttercream. <laughs> like, buttercream so. for sure. <laughs> yeah. What would you prefer? Is that for like for cakes? Oh, buttercream. Okay. I hate fondant. <laughs> Why? Um, I don't know. Just, is it harder to make? It's harder to work with. I mean, it's if it's take when you get the experience down, it's easy. Yeah. But I just never had a uh, love for fondant, and I, I will reject fondant cakes for most real? times. <laughs> All right. Um, do you prefer hiking or a marathon? Ooh. I mean, I've run a half marathon. You've run a marathon. That's all I like. <laughs> and it was intense, but I would definitely uh, prefer hiking. For real? Yeah. I love hiking. She like dying? <laughs> um, Halloween or Thanksgiving? Oh, man. I mean, I'm talking about you have to get rid of one forever. Oh, I would definitely not get rid of Thanksgiving. I need my ham and mashed potatoes. <laughs> no turkey? No, not turkey. Nobody likes turkey. You like turkey? <laughs> I love turkey. What? I love it, man. What kind of human are Matt? What? Uh-uh. He loves everything. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to find out who Matt is pretty soon. <laughs> uh, okay, so Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network? Ooh, Cartoon Network. Do you remember what cartoons? Because when I came up with this question, I was like, I can't remember which ones are which. I think because Cartoon Network had like <laughs> um, the adult card, not like adult, but like, you know, like older cartoons. Oh, okay. Like in the evening, you know? So it wasn't just like, I could watch it when I was younger. And then growing up, I could watch the older ones too. Which one was Tom and Jerry on? Okay. Yeah, All definitely. Right. <laughs> the Simpsons? That wasn't either, huh? Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no cable. Um, would you ever do a bake-off? 
Mm. Call their names out. No, just <laughs> no, 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 I don't know. I don't Why? like. I've never been fond of like baking competitions. Uh, but like, I'm just saying for fun. For fun, uh, you yeah. Have a friend I think I'm saying you have a friend that's bigger. Yes. Um, like, you guys want to do it for fun? Like, if I we think had, I would like, do hey, it for let's fun. Do, like a quick video or something for you guys can just show for content. Do a bake off. Like, that'd be cool. Nothing that's like, oh my god, this is enough. <laughs> solidify who's better yeah you know, just, just for fun. fun yeah i think i would definitely do yeah. one mm-hmm. that's dope i think i should do it <laughs> um boy meets world or saved by the bell boy meets world never Why? watched saved by the bell you ever watched saved by the bell i watched one yeah i watched both matt mm-hmm. which one you gotta pick bro oh, boy meets world for sure yeah that's topanga mm-hmm. okay yeah, yeah okay my bad i got him twisted yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> For real. Um, frappuccino or latte? Latte. You don't like frappuccino Friday? I mean, I would love to win a free frappuccino, but you, you I would probably never. wouldn't buy frappuccino. <laughs> uh, you never win anyways. <laughs> okay, cool. So those are all 10 questions. Okay. So uh, hopefully those were a little bit more fun. They weren't yes. so serious. They weren't so <laughs> crazy. Um, so thank you for coming to the podcast. Um, it wasn't really short notice, mm-hmm. but I appreciate you coming and I appreciate you emptying out all your thoughts and information <laughs> from your um, from your business. And especially since you already just did yeah. <laughs> uh, interview, um, I was hoping I can get more out of it because I know you kind of broke down little details, but yeah. I feel like this can tell more mm-hmm. um, about your story and about what you do and who you are and um, who you are as a business as well. Yes. So um, I appreciate you coming. And um, for everybody that's still tuned in, I appreciate you guys for watching. Again, big shout out to both my sponsors for sponsoring this episode. Um, I have all the information at the bottom of this video. And thank you for watching another episode of the Shot by Dame podcast. Peace.